It's Monday, January 31st. Welcome to the News Diet, a healthier alternative for staying informed. I'm your host, Michelle Carroll. Today, I'm going to talk about what's going on with the Supreme Court, the freedom convoy of Canadian truckers, and also the winter storms hitting the east. Let's be informed so we can get on with our day. Last week, Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer announced his retirement from the highest court in the country. The Supreme Court of the United States, or SCOTUS, consists of nine justices who remain for their lifetimes until they resign or retire. The reason for this lifelong appointment is to disincentivize them from succumbing to political pressure. Politicians have term limits and so oftentimes are accused of making decisions based off what will help their re-election campaigns or their careers after holding office, as opposed to what's actually best for those they represent. The Supreme Court is intended to be an independent branch of government, where the justices are held to an especially high standard of integrity to the law above politics or activism. The low turnover rate tends to create frustration for whichever political party has the supposed minority of justices representing their views. Like right now, where there are six justices who tend to lean conservative to only three that tend to rule more liberal. Now, it's not like some represent Republicans and others represent Democrats. Theoretically, they're supposed to be as neutral as possible, but their past rulings tend to shed light on how they lean. When a justice resigns, retires, or passes away, then the current president in office puts up a nominee to fill their seat, and then the Senate votes to confirm, needing just a simple majority. Three new justices were appointed just in the last term alone, when two passed away and one retired, and President Trump was able to replace all three spots with conservative judges. So now that President Biden is in office, liberals are eager to make sure that this replacement will remain liberal-leaning. It's expected that the president would nominate someone who shares similar leanings as their party, but Biden has created another layer by pledging to nominate a black woman for the seat. Supporters of the idea say that this can help bring diversity to the court and that the perspective of a black woman is needed for this group that has yet to have one. Opponents are saying that the Supreme Court is not the place to push identity politics, as these roles should be based solely on the individual's adherence to the law. Justice Breyer will retire after the 2021-2022 term ends this summer. Biden is expected to nominate a successor to take his spot starting in the next term, which begins in October. This weekend, an estimated hundreds to maybe thousands of Canadian truckers arrived in the country's capital of Ottawa to protest COVID vaccine mandates and passports. Last week, what's being called a freedom convoy of truckers in their big rigs started a trek from West Canada to the capital in the east side of the country, marking a week-long trip that grew support and attention throughout the journey. What they're protesting is Canada's new mandate that truckers returning to the country from the U.S show proof of vaccination or quarantine before re-entry. About 15% or 16,000 truck drivers are estimated to not be vaccinated and therefore affected by this policy that went into effect January 15th. But the protests over the last couple days have seemed to grow in purpose to also include those generally frustrated with COVID-related restrictions. Thousands of smaller vehicles and individuals joined over the weekend in the capital or alongside highways to show support. 
The fleet of trucks is estimated to have been somewhere between 20 and 40 miles long, which would be the longest convoy ever recorded. Now that the convoy has arrived at Parliament Hill, trucks and vehicles spent Sunday honking horns and people rallying for change. So far, all reports show the protests have been peaceful and nonviolent, although Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his family were moved from Ottawa to an undisclosed location citing safety concerns. Trudeau recently commented on the protest as, quote, a small fringe minority who are holding unacceptable views. As of now, the protests still seem to be taking place. Winter storm Keenan hit the northeast hard this weekend, along with parts of mid-south and southern states like Tennessee, Virginia, and South Carolina. New England seemed to be hit the hardest, with Massachusetts weather meeting the criteria to be considered an actual blizzard. In some areas, winds reached over 80 miles an hour and over 30 inches of snow, creating whiteout conditions. In Boston, this is the biggest storm recorded in decades, where the nearly 24 inches of snow on Saturday broke the record established in 2003. Tens of thousands of Massachusetts residents were experiencing power outages over the weekend, and thousands of flights into and out of the area were canceled. In Rhode Island, authorities even started banning large trucks from driving in some areas due to the dangerous roads, and some coastal cities saw flooding. New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Maryland, and Rhode Island have declared states of emergency, which means the states have the ability to deploy resources they couldn't otherwise do without it. It's estimated that the storm should start to dissipate soon. Today is Monday, January 31st, and you've just been informed. Now it's time to get on with your day. I'm Michelle Carroll. Thanks so much for listening. If you like the news diet, be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast so you can always get the latest episode. And leave a review as we all know how that helps boost a show's visibility. If you have any suggestions on how I can improve the show, I definitely want to hear from you. I want the news diet to be as valuable as possible for you, so if you feel compelled, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter or Instagram at The News Diet or directly to my email, feedback at thenewsdiet.com.